0: Today, Stage's Radio Theater brings you The Furnished Floor, a suspense play by William Spire featuring Christine Dunning as Mrs. Hawkins and Ray Parente as Mr. Jennings.
1: Sit down, rest yourself a minute, Mrs. McIntyre, and take a cup of tea. I got some news for you. You'll never guess it in a hundred years. Do you remember that Mr. Jennings, you know, my nice tenant that moved away last year? A tall, thin fella. The one with the pretty little wife, Mabel, who died so sudden last October. Oh sure, you know him. Most devoted husband I ever seen. Always bringing her flowers and billing and cooing. He moved out upstairs about two weeks after she died. So heartbroken he was. Sold every stick of furniture, got rid of the canary and the piano and just skidooed. I expected any day to hear they fished him up out of the river, but no. This morning, while I'm cleaning down the stairs, who do you think should ring my bell? Hello, Mrs. Hawkins. Remember me? Why, it's Mr. Jennings. My, Mr. Jennings, you sure give me a turn. I never expected to see you around this neighborhood again.
2: Well, here I am. How's the upstairs floor?
1: Just as you left it, Mr. Jennings. I haven't rented it to a soul.
2: Well, I want to rent it again.
1: What? You, Mr. Jennings.
2: That's right. I'm setting up housekeeping again.
1: Well, if that don't beat getting married again, Mr. Jennings. In a way.
2: Let's run up and take a look shall we
1: okay if you say so only won't it make you feel kind of blue to see the old place again blue why should it well memories you know
2: that's just what i want to find memories everything just as it was Uh, I I hope you've left it just the same, Mrs. Hawkins. No painting or new wallpaper?
1: Uh, not yet. Thought I'd fix it up to please a new tenant.
2: Well, leave it just as it was. Please, for me.
1: Uh, Well, here's the keys. Maybe you'd like to go in and look around by yourself.
2: No, do come in, Mrs. Hawkins. You're always so very kind. More a friend than a landlady. Oh, how beautiful it looks, even bare. The sunshine was always so warm up here. And the trees, why, I'd almost forgotten how close the trees were. And there's the marks our sofa made against the wall and the square shapes of our pictures still on the wallpaper.
1: Well, it could stand a good cleaning, of course.
2: Do you remember how Mabel used to sit here of an evening and sing? How the upright was over there and over at the Maxfield Parish? And over near the bay window above the ferns, the canary sat in his cage, and when she sang Swing Low, Sweet Chariot, he'd always sing with her.
1: Oh, come now, Mr. Jennings. You'll be getting yourself all fretted up.
2: Oh, no no i I assure you, Mrs. Hawkins. It's very important. You see, I'm going to have it again, just as it was. Is that so? I made a list, but in a year, so many details escape one, like those ferns, for instance. why well, I'd almost forgotten how she loved ferns, oh, yes and. There was something over in that corner. What was it? A rocker. Her mother's old rocker. It used to squeak over a loose board whenever anybody sat in it.
1: You mean you're gonna try and find all them things again, Mr. Jennings? Yes. But you sold them all to the junk dealers. You gave them away. But but you scattered them every which way when you broke up your home.
2: I've already been looking. I've collected a lot of things. It isn't so hard. You see, our furniture wasn't very
1: precious to anyone but us. Well, of course. You know what you're doing, Mr. Jennings. It's none of my business, I suppose.
2: Oh, will uh, two months' rent be enough in advance, Mrs. Hawkins? I won't be moving in for uh, another couple of weeks. But... From time to time, I'd I'd like to have things delivered.
1: Well, two months will be just dandy. I'll make you a special bargain price too, seeing you don't want no redecorating. You're sure your lady friend won't want none either, Mr. Jennings?
2: I hardly think so.
1: Well, I hope you both be very happy here. Nice to have you back in the neighborhood.
2: It's good to be home.
1: Now, Mrs. McIntyre, what would you have done in my place? I admit it gave me a funny feeling, you know? You would think a man had more respect for the dead and her dead only less than a year than to bring a new wife plumb back to the same floor and the same furniture. And I say, what kind of woman is she, too, to stand for that kind of nonsense? But of course, it ain't really none of my business. Besides, two months' rent is two months' rent. Mr. Jennings, what are you doing here this time of night?
2: I'm moving in.
1: Moving in?
2: I intended coming much earlier, but I had so many last minute things to do, like picking up Dickie and- uh... Oh, now don't
1: tell me that's your old canary, Mr. Jennings.
2: Yes, it's little Dickie. I found him in a pet shop on Third Avenue in his old cage.
1: (laughs) He looks pretty chipper, doesn't he? Well, aren't you the one? I'd have thought he'd have died of lonesomeness ages ago.
2: Did all my furniture and things get here, Mrs. Hawkins?
1: Just about. They've been delivering off and on for the last week. You sure got everything back, Mr. Jennings.
2: Well, pretty nearly everything. A Couple of rugs are missing and our old kitchen table and... Oh, say, I I got the piano. (laughs) I bought the old upright back from the Sunday school. Boy, I've been more than lucky. Uh, Mrs. Hawkins, you won't mind, will you, if I start moving some of it into place tonight?
1: I'll be very quiet. Tonight? Oh, it's pretty near midnight, Mr. Jennings. Yes, I know, but
2: I have to work all day tomorrow, and the next day... You see, there's there's so little time.
1: Oh, you're expecting her soon?
2: Very soon.
1: Oh, well...
2: It, it's got to be all ready before she comes. Uh, otherwise,
1: she won't come. Well, you don't say, Mr. Jennings. So, if you don't mind... It,
2: It'll only be for a few nights, and I won't move any of the heavy pieces after midnight. If if you only knew what this means to me, Mrs. Hawkins, how I've waited for months.
1: Is that so, Mr. Jennings? Well, I'm sure glad you found somebody to make a home for you again. And I hope she's the right girl for you and is going to make you happy. Oh, she will, all right. Of course, there are some people I know say a man ought to wait a couple of years, but well, I was only saying yesterday, certain men are natural born husbands and homebodies. They need a home and a woman to look after them.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, that's true. Well, good night, Mrs. Hawkins. I'll try not to disturb you.
1: Good night, Mr. Jennings. Come in, Mrs. McIntyre No, it's okay He's at the office He'll never know we came up Yeah Take a look around Ain't it something? Everything fixed up Down to the last knife and fork, just exactly as she had it. Don't it give you the creeps? Yep, that's the same canary swinging in his cage just like it used to. Look, Mrs. McIntyre, come in the bedroom. He's even got her clothes hung up in the closet. Now I'm asking you, Mrs. McIntyre, what do you think the second Mrs. Jennings is going to say to that? Mr. Jennings? Oh,
2: hello, Mrs. Hawkins.
1: Well, I've been beside myself with worry, Mr. Jennings. Where you been all this time, if if I may ask? Right here. Right here? Didn't you hear us come in? I've been to work all day, of
2: course, but, but last night, a little after one, well, well perhaps you were sleeping.
1: Us? Y- you mean you and? Well, yes. She's come. You mean, she's been upstairs all day? Certainly. But I haven't heard a sound. Probably she's
2: sleeping. She she was very tired. The trip was more exhausting than I
1: dreamed. Well, you might have stopped by and told me on your way to work this morning, Mr. Jennings. Of course, it's none of my business, but I could have at least introduced myself to my own tenant And maybe even helped her out.
2: Oh, it's all right. She she doesn't want to see anybody just yet.
1: Oh, no? Well, of course, I wouldn't intrude on your privacy for anything, Mr. Jennings. Although, I'm sure when the first Mrs. Jennings were alive, we were all friends here. Oh, no, no,
2: no. It isn't that. It's only that in these first few days, everything is so new and... Strange. She's not quite herself.
1: Well, okay, Mr. Jennings. You know best, but if you should want me, you just call down the dumb waiter and I'll be right up.
2: Thanks, Mrs. Hawkins. Thank you. But on no account are we to be disturbed. On no account.
1: Don't get me wrong, Mrs. McIntyre. The last thing in the world I am is a busybody, but, well, you know, I don't go out much on account of my heart, and our two floors are kinda close. Downstairs in my dining room, you can hear most everything that goes on upstairs. Now, wouldn't you have thought there'd have been something last night? Some talking, or footsteps, or dishes rattling? Well, I'm telling you, I sat there till midnight, and there wasn't a thing. Nothing at all, except along about half past 12, I hear the dumbwaiter come rumbling down the shaft. Oh, I just stole a peek, and there, going by with his claws sticking up in the air, was that little yellow canary, Did. Good morning, Mrs. Hawkins. Good morning. And how's Mrs. Jennings today? (laughs) Wonderful. Feeling a bit better now? Oh, yes. Of course,
2: she's still very weak, but every day I'm sure will make her stronger. I have high hopes for her recovery.
1: You had a doctor in to see her yet? Dr. Rubenstein, my doctor, is very good. No. I'm
2: afraid a doctor wouldn't help her. (laughs) No. No.
1: Mrs. Jennings? Mrs. Jennings, it's Mrs. Hawkins, the lady downstairs. I heard you was sick, and so I got a little bit of lunch for you, Mrs. Jennings. It's just a little bowl of homemade chicken broth but it's nice and rich. You sleeping, Mrs. Jennings? Okay, then I'll just slip in quietly with my own keys if you don't mind and leave it right beside your bed. Well, that's funny. Oh, he must've bought a new kind of lock. (laughs) and didn't say anything to me. Mrs. Jennings! Mrs. Jennings? Mr. Jennings? Oh, oh,
2: good evening, Mrs. Hawkins.
1: You got a minute, Mr. Jennings. I'd like to speak to you if you don't mind.
2: Well, Mrs. Jennings is waiting for me upstairs. It's
1: It's about Mrs. Jennings. She's still poorly, you say?
2: Well, she is confined a good deal to her bed.
1: Well, why don't you get someone in to look after her? I know a good woman, Mrs. McIntyre, goes out nursing by the day. No. Oh, no. (laughs) Well, I don't like it, Mr. Jennings. Locking her up like that every morning so not a soul can get in? Suppose something happens. What could happen? What could happen? Anything could happen. A fire could...
2: Oh, that doesn't worry me.
1: (laughs) Or she could get worse and maybe even die. Oh, no. Everybody's got to go sometime, Mr. Jennings. I wouldn't take no chances. Yes, I, I know, but well, not her. Not her? Whatever do you mean, Mr. Jennings? Because she's immune. Immune? Immune. Against, she ain't got no contagious disease up there, has she?
2: No, no, it's nothing like that. Oh, Mrs. Hawkins, please, please don't worry or be uneasy. It, it's worked out so beautifully. It's it's nothing that uh, that can do you any harm. And we're so happy, so wonderfully happy.
1: Well, oh, Mr. Jennings, I'll be up in about one hour with the plumber. The plumber? I'm sorry to disturb you at supper time, but there's something gone wrong with the pipes, and we think it's upstairs, on your floor.
2: You can't come in. Mrs. Jennings will be, will be sleeping.
1: Plumber says it's the only time he can come. Unless he comes tomorrow afternoon while you're at the office. You want to leave me your key, Mr. Jennings? No, no, I I can't. Well, he'll have to get in there sooner or later, Mr. Jennings. The water downstairs is all black and discolored.
2: It's out of the question tonight. I'll discuss it with you in the morning.
1: Okay, Mr. Jennings. Well, now, Mrs. McIntyre, how would you feel? Your own house going to rack and ruin. You can't even do nothing about it. I ask you, what kind of a thing has he got up there that nobody can see? I tell you, just sitting here in this silent house night after night gives me the creeps and with my heart what it is. Well, anyway, his two months rents up tomorrow and I've got my mind made up. I've got my mind made up.
2: oh oh good evening mrs hawkins why i didn't know
1: you for a minute standing there in the dark well i didn't want to miss you this time mr jennings no i got your money this morning for next month stuck under the door
2: oh yes yes
1: i i had to leave early i hope it was all right no it wasn't all right i'm sorry but the floor's been rented, Mr. Jennings. Rented? To a young serviceman and his wife from the fort. They took it sight unseen this morning. But you can't. They're living in a crowded room on 81st Street. It's very crowded. I told them I figured you could probably get most of your stuff out in a week. A a week? I never told you I was going, Mrs. Hawkins. I'm sorry, Mr. Jennings. if it's a matter of a little more rent, I'll be glad to pay and sign a lease, any kind of lease you want. It's not a matter of rent or a lease, Mr. Jennings. It's just, I want my floor back, that's all. But, but Mrs. Hawkins, I, I like just- like neighborly people upstairs, Mr. Jennings. I'm home a lot. I like people I can trust. I don't want no mysteries in my house. New locks on the door so no one can get in and sneaking in and out at night. Oh, Mrs. Hawkins, I, I, I swear to you, it's it, it's all right, perfectly all right. All this business about Mrs. Jennings—never a face at the window, never a footstep on the floor, or a dish rag hung out on the line. Mrs. Jennings is ill. She, she she's not like other people. Hmm.
2: I tell you, I won't go. You've got to let me stay.
1: Here's your rent back, Mr. Jennings. I haven't any place to go. This, this is my home. It's all I have. I staked everything on being here, everything. There are other floors vacant in this neighborhood.
2: No, no, no. It, it, it's it got to be this one. The, this particular floor. Mrs. Hawkins, if I could buy the house, the, the whole house. Buy the house? Yes, yes, if it's for sale. Perhaps
1: you've never thought of selling it, but but I'd give you a good price. I, I'd scrape the money together somehow. This house ain't for sale. It happens to be my home too, Mr. Jennings. Oh, I I know, I I know, but you're all alone
2: now that Mr. Hawkins is... uh, Oh, oh, I mean, it's a heavy responsibility. A big house and and all those stairs to keep clean and and the repairs and all. (laughs) Oh, Mrs. Hawkins, if only you'd reconsider, I'd do anything.
1: No, it's too much for me. I don't understand it. Why can't she see me and talk to me? Why can't she invite me in for a cup of tea and explain? Because she... She can't. What's the matter with her that she can't? Is she so ugly or so beautiful or so crazy? Who... Who is she anyway?
2: I can't tell you.
1: Okay, Mr. Jennings. Then that's that. Mrs. Hawkins? Yes? I'm here. Mr. Jennings? At the dumbwaiter. Mrs. Hawkins? Yes, Mr. Jennings? What is it? I'm sending you down the
2: key on the dumbwaiter. She
1: wants you to come up. She?
2: (laughs) Mrs. Jennings?
1: Yes. She wants me to come up now, Mr. Jennings? That's right. Well, it's kind of late if she ain't so well. That's all right.
2: She's feeling much better tonight. She wants to talk to you about the floor before it's too late.
1: Okay. I'll be right up. Mr. Jennings. I uh, I'm here. Come in.
2: You have the key.
1: Well, okay. Well, where's your lights, Mr. Jennings? I can't see a thing.
2: I light a candle in a moment. Mrs. Jennings prefers the dark but you know this floor so well, Mrs. Hawkins, come in. Where are you, Mr. Jennings? Right in here, in the parlor, sitting on the sofa. Oh, that's just the wind. There's always a little draft blowing in here. Won't you sit
1: down, Mrs. Hawkins? Uh, no, thanks. I'm only gonna stay a minute. Just long enough to meet Mrs. Jennings. Oh, but you've already met her. Already met her? Don't you remember? Five
2: years ago, rather chilly day, the rain was falling. She rang the bell to ask about the upstairs floor and you invited her in for a cup of
1: tea. I'm afraid you're mistaken. That was the... The first Mrs. Jennings.
2: That's what I mean. Oh. Oh, no. Mr. Jennings. Now do you understand, Mrs. Hawkins? Now do you know why we couldn't ever go away? We?
1: But that couldn't... Well, the first Mrs. Jennings is...
2: I know. You saw her coughing in this very room, didn't you, Mrs. Hawkins? You saw him take her away. I think you even followed her out to that cold, dark cemetery. Well, but but that... But she couldn't stay away. She pleaded with me and my dreams to bring her back in. I brought her back.
1: Oh, Oh, no, Mr. Jennings. Don't say such things. If everything were the same as in the past,
2: she said, we
1: could have the
2: past. If I furnished our floor with the same thing, she'd live here too.
1: Excuse me, Mr. Jennings. I'm afraid I've got to- No,
2: no, no. Don't go yet. There's nothing frightening about it. Would you be afraid to look at a forsythia bush that'd have been a sleep all winter? Or a tulip? Or a tree? I,
1: I ain't afraid, Mr. Jennings. I only- Listen. What?
2: You don't hear it? In the bedroom? The rocking?
1: No. Mabel? Mabel? No, don't. Don't call her. I... I... I hear it, Mr. Jennings.
2: Oh, but she wants to meet you. She's always loved you so much.
1: I... I really, I just assumed some other time, Mr. Jennings. Oh, the the door's locked.
2: Snap shut behind you. Really, Mrs. Hawkins, don't go. She'll be in in a moment. There, there, (laughs) she's coming down the hall.
1: Now let me out of this, do you hear? Let me out, my heart won't stand it.
2: Oh, oh, there she is. Where? Standing in the doorway. Mrs. Hawkins, she's going to sing for you.
1: Sing? For me?
2: This is the first night she's been able to. Remember the old song she used to sing? Oh, well, I just... Swing low, sweet chariot. I don't want to hear it. Oh, please, please, uh, Mrs. Hawkins. She's very timid. You'll uh, frighten her.
1: The dead can't come back. They they never want to live on this earth again, and, and I-
2: Go on, Mabel dearest. Don't mind. Uh, uh, You're looking very beautiful tonight, my darling. I like that dress. Remember when we bought it on our first wedding anniversary?
1: Well, why don't they all come back then? Why couldn't my poor old... Sit down, husband? dearest.
2: There, that seems like old times again. Flower in your hair, canary singing in his cage.
1: No, no, it cannot. Oh, oh! I told you, my heart. Oh, get a doctor quick.
2: Your voice. Your voice is always like a bird's to me. I'll never forget the first time I heard it. On an evening in spring at the Calvary Baptist Church. A,
1: a doctor. Play, dearest, play.
2: Go on, dearest, it's all right. Sing. Swing love, Sweet. for
0: Thank you for tuning into Bergen Stage's Radio Theater's performance of The Furnished Floor, starring Christine Dunning as Mrs. Hawkins and Ray Parente as Mr. Jennings. Dean Matson is our recording engineer and sound effects creator. Marianne Coe is our video engineer, and I am Jim Bumgardner, your host. Thank you to Bergen Community College, the BCC Office of Student Life, and the BCC Media Technologies Department. Tune in again to another episode of Birkenstage's Radio Theater soon, and be sure to catch some of our earlier episodes available online. Until next time, remember, don't touch that dial, and if you do, remember to disinfect it first.